0: how do you record a podcast? How do you set up a podcast? These are one of the more popular questions that I receive, uh, the feedback that I get. Most people reach out to say, thanks for a particular episode, I agreed with this, I disagree with that, what did you mean about this? So that's the typical response that I get. But then, easily, the second subset, is the latter, where people just want to find out how they can set up their own podcast because they think this endeavor sounds pretty cool and they would like to have one. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of people, when they reach out with the question, how do you start a podcast? How do you set up a podcast? Um, They usually come at it from the technical angle. So they're thinking, what kind of microphone? What kind of memory card? Are you using a digital audio workstation? Are you recording straight to your computer? by recording to your phone how do you host a podcast uh what platforms are out there they come at it from the really technical um perspectives now it's not that these things are not important and they are but I think the key to getting a podcast uh, up and running especially if you're going to have some longevity behind it because a lot of people start podcasts record one or two episodes and then they fail and um Well, anyway, that's what happens to most people. So if you want to put some uh, sustaining power behind it, you shouldn't look at the technical aspects first, but you should be looking at the aspects of voice first. That's one way that I like to put it. So it's not important what digital audio workstation you're using or what microphones you're using. If you're recording into a Zoom microphone or a phone or a Mac, And it's not really important where um, you host, how you host your podcast and all those things. So that's not the important thing first. You need to be worried about the voice first. And when I say the voice, what I mean is your artistic direction and what is it that you're going to say. So the first thing that you should be worried about is what is this podcast going to be about? What is that clear and distinctive thing that I'm going to say that nobody else is saying? Or maybe other people are saying it, but the manner in which I'm going to talk about it is going to be creative in the way that I apply it to particular um, circumstances. So in my case, there are tons of sales uh, podcasts out there. Tons and tons and tons. But the thing is, they're mostly directed towards sales professionals and they're mostly made by people who are in North America, the UK, um, Australia... There are also some German sales podcasts and uh Japanese and Chinese, but obviously I don't speak Mandarin, I don't speak German, so I haven't sampled any of those. So for me, it was unique enough and distinct enough that I'm taking these things and I'm speaking to a uniquely Nigerian audience, so that sets me apart well, first of all, a lot of Nigerian podcasts out there are of the gist variety. So the fact that I'm doing a business podcast is different. A business podcast that is uniquely about the idea of sales is different. We niche it down one more step, and I'm speaking mostly to wedding and event industry practitioners, and that is a niche down again. And so that makes it different. Luckily, when you niche down on all these ideas, surprisingly, they seem more relevant to everybody upstream. You try to talk to everyone and you appeal to no one. If you start to talk to a particular set, other people see how it applies to them. So yeah. So that's number one. Uh, What are you trying to say and who are you talking to? Let's worry about voice issues. Then when you're done with that, you have to worry about your content calendar because that is what is going to give you staying power to make sure that you don't fizzle out. Like I said, the majority of podcasts out there, whether they're podcasts made by Americans or English people or Australians or Nigerians, we're not immune from this. you find that a lot of people uh, put up one or two episodes and then that's it. I think, on average, uh, podcasts die... I can't remember if it's six or eight episodes and then people just knock off. Now, I can tell you that that stat is... Um, It does bear semblance to reality because in this uh, podcasting game, um, I'm not the first one among my circle of friends to start one. I wasn't the first, but I'm still going. And other people have stopped, by the way, after one, two. I think the most I know of my friends is maybe four episodes or so. So uh, the content calendar is what will make sure that you don't run out of steam. So once you've figured out what you're going to say and who you're going to talk to, you want to come up with a list of um, possible topics. I prefer to phrase them as questions because um, once you phrase the question, you kind of already know the answer in your head. So if it's phrased as a question, you don't have to hash it out too much. So you're going to be able to come up with a couple of questions and each of these questions will have two or three subsets. That's just the way it works. Don't ask me why. So um, anyway, that's just the way it works. So make sure that you come up with a content calendar. If you check around on uh, the Google machine, like most people do, you're going to be able to find templates and suggestions about how you come up with that. Now, I was helping a friend recently who wants to come up with a podcast, and I pretty much uh, walked him through this um, process that I have uh, described to you guys. So what is he going to talk about? He uh, suffers from sickle cell, Please forgive me for those of you who are living with sickle cell. I'm not sure what the correct term is to refer to you guys because some people don't like uh, being referred to as suffering from sickle cell or having sickle cell. So I do not know what the correct term is and so um, forgive me. Actually, I should have found out from um, my friend. So it's going to be about sickle cell and about the challenges of living with um, sickle cell uh, social challenges, work challenges, business challenges, relationship challenges, all kinds of challenges, medical challenges. And um, yeah, so that's it. Basically bring awareness about living with uh, sickle cell in Nigeria. And I thought, that's cool. It's not the kind of thing that lots of people are talking about. It's a clearly defined um, audience and it's going to resonate with uh, people. Um, I mean, people who... Uh, let's just say it's going to resonate with um, um, a target audience, you know, people who are in support groups because they have sickle cell or because they have loved ones who are affected by sickle cell or they know people who have passed on from um, sickle cell disease. So I thought that was good. And then uh, we came up with a list of... um, I think I told him 10 and he probably came up with 15 or 20. And I looked at that list, just generic stuff like... um, Uh, What are the difficulties of having relationships when you have sickle cell? Uh, What is sickle cell? It was basically open-ended questions. You know, who, why, what, how, where, when. You know, those open-ended questions. I came up with a list of about 15, um, 15, 20. I can't remember exactly how many. So I looked at that list and I told him, okay, that's cool. We're not going to change anything, but realize that each of these questions has subsets. You probably can break it into three. So, um, I can't remember the actual exercise that we did. Um, I think we started off with the, what is sickle cell um, disease? And I think we, um, hmm, I can't remember how we went about it, but basically for each of those heads, we're able to get about three uh, subsets. He's going to make recordings on a weekly basis. And uh, with the 20 at three subsets, that is 60. Uh, 60 questions, basically. We have 52 weeks in a year. So bottom line is, just by uh, bouncing around some ideas for a couple of minutes, let's say about 30 minutes, 45 minutes, he was able to come out with a list of questions that are going to carry him through his first year of recording. So now you can see how the chances are that he actually is going to stay in the podcasting race um, for a while even though other people are just going to do maybe one or two and then stop. He has a content calendar that will keep him going. And of course, I told him that the content calendar is not fixed in stone because topical things happen and you may have to switch. So you might start off with what is sickle cell, what are the challenges, blah, 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 history of sickle cell. And then maybe tomorrow groundbreaking research comes out about possible drugs and um, new uh, advances in the fight against sickle cell. That is topical. So, of course, you'll have to hop on that immediately and abandon the content calendar for now. you just be making a detour. Just like when I come up here on the podcast and I apologize to you guys because even though we've been discussing one particular thing, I'm making a detour. And typically it's because something has happened topically in my life or we've spoken about something before and something just happened to me personally that ties in quite well. And I want to use that as an example. So the content calendar, the list of questions is always there to guide me back. Now, should you script it out? I don't know, it depends on you guys. Some of you have uh, media training because you studied mass communications and things like that. So if you have that kind of training and maybe have a radio background, it might make sense to write out an actual script. But for the rest of us normal guys who are not professionally trained, I really think a bunch of questions and some talking items is enough. So what is SQL sequ- uh, cell? And then maybe you have three headings. Um, genetical predisposition, uh the link with malaria and let's see what else. I can't think of the third. So those would be your talking points. So episode one will be what is sickle cool cell and your first talking point will be uh the genetic angle of it and um uh, mutations for or adaptations for fighting malaria. Um, well I'm not a specialist so I'm just trying to freestyle here. Anyway, so questions and talking points should be enough to get you through. Now on the technical aspect, because everybody keeps on about the technical aspect, it depends. Some people want uh, podcasts that have high production value. And if that's you, that's good. So um, i make another episode in the future uh, about the microphone options, what's available there and stuff like that. But for now, let me tell you guys what I do. I just look for a quiet enough environment as possible. Typically, I'm recording in a certain part of the house okay well no point in hiding it because those of you who listen to the podcast on regular know that i do most of the recording in the children's room that's when you know i talk the loudest and stuff if my tones are hushed then i'm recording late at night everyone's asleep and i'm in the living room so i'm recording usually in the house uh, living room kids room or recording in the car so i don't worry too much anymore about background noise Because I'm focusing on making sure that I'm providing rich content to you guys. And I know that you guys are mature, you're adults. So you're not going to fuss if the kids are in the background. Or it's raining right now and I also have the fan on in the room. And I know that you guys are not going to get chafed about that. Because I'm providing content that you want to listen to and you you guys are adults. Eventually I'm going to start making a whole lot of money from my other endeavors and then I can worry about setting up a dedicated recording space in the house, get microphones, a digital audio workstation, get someone to edit and all of that. But for now, really, I just look for a quiet environment, I whip out my phone, I hit record, and it's as simple as that. I use anchor. There was a time when I fooled around with um uh what's it called? For my marriage podcast the so you're getting married podcast there was a time when i fooled around with um hmm, i can't remember what it's called anyway um but i didn't have a nice experience about that because with with them because i ran out of space very quickly and then they tried getting me onto the paid option and i didn't see the reason why i should pay was it seven grand or ten grand i think a month on something that is not a money making endeavor uh for now so i'm sticking with um I'm sticking with Anchor. So that's what I do. I just get my phone, whip it out, quiet place. And then I look at my questions and then I speak. I talk. I do not record. Sorry, I do not um, read a script. I just have questions that I'm answering. Although a lot of times I'm ad-libbing, I'm freestyling like now. I have the general idea in my head and uh, my in-laws are in the living room with the kids right now. So I figured I can dash in here, make a 20-minute recording, and then go out. So I didn't write down any questions. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm ad-libbing. And I'm sure you guys can tell that even though I'm ad-libbing, it's not, it's not bad. So maybe it could be better if I sat down, wrote out the script, uh, had the thing properly produced. But I'm talking about what I know, and so um, there's no problem about that. So speaking about talking about what you know, my advice to you guys, if you're going to podcast, don't, um, as part of the uh, worrying about the voice thing, only talk about what you know. Do not try to talk about what you're not a, uh, what you don't have any working knowledge around. Now, if you don't have any working knowledge around anything, but you want to talk about that thing, then the option that's available to you is something that Gary Vaynerchuk talks about all the time. And he talks about documenting. So you're going to have a documenting approach if you are going to talk about something you don't know about. So I'm not much of a cook. I can make indomie. I can make beans. uh, What else? Indomie, beans, rice, plantain, fried yam, eggs, basic stuff, bachelor stuff. Okay, maybe a goosey soup. But I never went beyond that level. So if I'm going to start a cooking podcast, it will be a documenting approach. It will basically be, hi, guys. This is me, Tavishima Ayede. I'm a wedding photographer. I've always been interested in cooking. I want to cook. I'm starting this journey. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I want you guys to follow me on this adventure. So I'm documenting. It's honest. And nobody can call me out later on in the future and say, Hey, you, you're a fraud. Stick to what you know. Because I've told everybody from the outset that I am documenting. But uh, since I'm not documenting and I'm sticking to what I know, I talk about, I have the marriage podcast, the So You're Getting Married podcast. Um, That's because uh, it's something that I can speak to from personal conviction, um, personal conviction from the religious side, and then also the legal aspect because my first background is in law and I was interested in family law for a number of reasons. So I can have. An objective and, should I say, somewhat educated perspective on marriage-related um, and relationship-related matters. But of course, I put that caveat there. That it's my own personal opinion. So you should always consult with a specialist, with your marriage counselor, with your pastor, with your priest, uh, with your sex therapist, therapist, and on and on. But on the sales, um, on this sales podcast, on the other hand, you know that's not a problem. Sales is something that I'm acquainted with because I've been trying to uh, be successful uh, running a business for a while now, let's say a decade plus. And um, I only recently came to the awareness that uh, we are all salespeople and we have to sell. And so I've been a disciple of sales and selling ever since. So I'm talking about stuff that I know and I'm talking about stuff that I do on a daily. So I'm not reading some book and then trying to show off to you guys that i'm super academic and i have eclectic reading habits this is stuff i do every day so i listen to the podcast i read the books yes but then of course since i'm a wedding photographer and i have to do wedding shows phone calls meet people in their office and stuff like that it's sales is what i do so i can talk about that anyway i went off on on a detour um yeah so that's it voice is much more important than technology Figure out who it is that you're talking to. What distinctive thing do you have to say? Even if you're going to say the same thing that everybody is talking about, what ways can you creatively uh, talk about it in a way that applies to a particular um, sect or niche of people? And then um, keep it as simple as possible. Don't worry too much about digital audio workstations and laptops and microphones and cords and cables and memory cards. When you start making some money, you can hire a professional to sort that out um, for you. So that's pretty much. uh, Why did I bother talking about this? Because there are some of you out there who are still going to ask me later on in the future. Maybe they haven't listened to this episode. Uh, This podcasting thing sounds cool. How do I get in on the action? So um, I'm just letting you guys have all this information um, in advance. Is a podcast absolutely necessary if you're trying to grow your sales? That is a question for another day. But let me give you guys a spoiler. If you're going to use podcasting as a lead generation um, strategy, that's to gain more customers, to make some money. Don't expect it to work in the first year. Maybe not the second year. It depends on who your audience is, what product you're selling, what category you're trying to appeal uh, appeal to. But bottom line is, look around at everybody. Whether it's the Nigerian, Nigeria in Politics podcast or I Said What I Said podcast, or look at the foreign ones joe rogan's podcast and um, i mean these people have been podcasting for years before they started making um, a dent in the market and it's not everybody who has some level of fame or notoriety that is monetizing their podcast so it's a valid strategy it can work Maybe we'll talk about that in another episode to see how you can use podcasting to promote your wedding business but just know that you're probably not going to hit it off and start making that good uh, moolah that good money in the first year or maybe not in the second year so just make sure that you have a podcast that has some um purpose and some length to it in the first place and with that i'd like to say thank you for you guys who have been listening and supporting over the course of uh year i think it's about a year and uh let's see march was one year and uh, march is third this is ninth okay so this is a year and a half a year and six months that we've been at this and close to 200 episodes now so thank you very much guys for your attention and your support because obviously if no one was listening i probably wouldn't have kept on with this for so long So thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys on the next episode, where we will talk about things much more directly related to our discipline and our gospel of sales, and sometimes some things marketing related. So, uh, yeah, so until then, you guys have fun.